it says it's recording and it says I'm talking and I see a little green thing next to the microphone. So basically this is me just filling time and filling space. I know you're going to delete all of this, but that's okay. Okay, good. You can hear me. Excellent. So now I feel like I should just keep going and like some un, uh, unstoppable uh, Dennis Miller like rant. Like Godzilla crashing through the talk universe, he just continues to spout hot fire. So many things to talk about. Oh, wait, I probably shouldn't distract you. I probably shouldn't make you laugh because you'll, uh, I think you need all your focus and energy to fix whatever, whatever technical issue is trying to keep us. They won't keep us apart, Sebastian. It's not going to happen. Okay. Drop and rejoin. I will hang here. I wonder if this is how Tom Hanks felt on the island, right? He was talking to Wilson, but you know, Wilson couldn't really say anything. I actually think that, that they left a lot of the mental anguish out. I mean, don't get me wrong. They put a lot in to cast away, but we really should have seen him going a little bit uh, more crazier. Uh, I guess, you know, when you're talking to a tennis ball and giving it a name. Test, test. Let's test. Test, there test, we test. Go. <laughs> test, 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 test. <laughs> and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, that last five minutes when you logged off and logged back <laughs> on, just pure gold. I was on fire. I was un- no, it's all recorded, so I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> yeah, right. Wait, I was told there'd be no judging on this podcast. <laughs> I'm really bummed because you missed me singing a whole line of happy birthday to you. And Oh, uh, no. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could say something optimistic like, that's okay, Seb. You can sing me happy birthday next year. And it's like, hmm. Look at you all optimistic. <laughs> Assuming oh, that 2021 is going to happen. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> wow. That is a bold prediction. We will be here next year. Dude, we will worried exist. About, worried about the next 42 days. And this, <laughs> and this motherfucker is talking about 364 <laughs> days from now. <laughs> you really uh, are. The, I mean, the epitome, I, I am the epitome of Annie. The sun will come out tomorrow. Yes. Oh. Well, <laughs> Very well, optimistic. So yeah. how does it feel to be 28, Darius? Um, well, seeing as how my 28th <laughs> birthday is celebrating its 21st birthday today, um, yeah, it feels my 28th birthday is now old enough to drink. <laughs> mm, you like that math. Um, nah, it, you, know, you know, it... Um, I mean, it, you know, it's pretty subdued now anyway. I mean, we were subdued kind yeah. of before COVID. And, you know, listen, my, you know, wife, you know, gave me a little gift, um, you know, a cool shirt that maybe if we ever decide to do a video, I'll put on. Um, but, you know, the girls are spending the night at their aunt's house. So, you know, of course, they hit me with a whole bunch of text messages. And nice. so, um, yeah, and, and, you know, friends from college, family, emails. So it's, I think in times like this, it's really good to have that love just kind of come at you, especially in electronic Absolutely. format, right? Just, um, just because it kind of reaffirms what's important, what matters. Um, and that you still matter to other people, even though we don't yeah. necessarily have the opportunity to connect like we would, like, you know, yeah. we don't have anybody over the house or anything else. So I think, um, you know, we, we, we just make lemonade out of these lemons. And so, yeah, it was it was pretty, you know, 49 was pretty good. And then and then just so happens um, that I get to talk to uh, <laughs> one of my good friends here and do a podcast for an hour. So pretty much um, welcome to the birthday special, I guess. Um, <laughs> So does that mean that, uh, well, it does mean next year is going to be a big one. <sighs> Let me tell you something. This year is a big one. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, you're right. It, it's, <laughs> let's see, according to my rapid fire math at 50, I would have the way because <laughs> you know, level of income and, and I'm expecting to go to 150. Yeah, okay. uh, you and me both. Yeah, right. We, well, I'll meet you, you know. there. <laughs> See, I'll see you on the other side. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, you think about half a century, and and I think every, 
I actually, it, it's less for me on my birthday. It really happens at Christmas, right? Because I remember the gifts I used to get. I remember the gifts I used to give. Um, and obviously they, you know, they've changed in size, scope, expense, a whole bunch of other things. But what really amazes me um, when I think about it are the things that are just no longer there. Like, you know, I think for our parents, you know, a lot of the things that they experienced as children, they were able to give to their children, right? You know, mm -hmm. slinkies were still around. Connect Four is still around. Like they were, I mean, you know, just random games, but just stuff kind of had a, I guess, a much longer cycle time. And I think what I'm seeing That's now true. is that, you know, the cycle times are, are drastically decreasing. Um, and, you know, stuff that we grew up with, one, we didn't even see later in life and we definitely don't see when we're giving it to our kids. So, you know, it's, it's that, I think the great thing about cycle time is it allows you to create more memories, right? Because new things yeah. are coming in and new things are happening. I think the bad thing about cycle time um, is that, you know, some of those things that you needed. I mean, my buddy, my buddies and I were joking um, earlier this morning, we were talking about the things that we had in college that we don't have anymore. And, you know, you and I are roughly the same age, you know, Hair. We, we, we just, yeah, right. Like we just <laughs> didn't, it wasn't that long ago that we were, you know, freshman and sophomore in college. And, you know, you think about like pagers. Um, <laughs> That's right. Right. Um, I mean, I, I remember when I graduated, it was like a big deal to get a pager, yeah. you know, and I wasn't slinging crack or anything. Right. I was just <laughs> I was just <laughs> I was slinging that wicked good Anderson consulting knowledge for SAP. <laughs> and somehow I convinced myself that I had to have a pager. Had nobody <laughs> calling me, but I had to have a pager. Right. Um, and, and it was accessory. <laughs> it was it well because it flipped and it turned around and i was able to type yeah. messages right um totally yeah you know it's uh and you know you only only a certain people had the 911 code so mm -hmm. you know it was like mm -hmm. okay 911 you got let me run through the five people who have that code um and of course it was always the fifth person it's like no 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 i was just testing well you know listen it's not a fire drill <laughs> But yeah, so I, I was so I was thinking the th and the three things that came up with were pagers, um, cell phones with pull out antennas. Um, oh yeah, Palm Pilots, mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and Lotus Notes. Right, you know, <laughs> we um, still have Lotus Notes. Of course right? you do. Of course you do. <laughs> I think Tom Hardy said it best in Inception. Don't be. You mustn't be afraid to dream a little bigger, darling. <laughs> um, and, and pay phones right i mean just i mean pay phones yeah you know i rem i just remember being in an airport at, and at anderson consulting you know taking my phone cord and plugging it into you know the a pay phone and downloading you know my right. lotus notes updates yep <laughs> i mean you think you think about if we were to if so you so were old tech. enough we were. God, we were. It was Bleeding Edge in 92. Road Warriors. <laughs> 93, sorry, when you graduated. Bleeding Edge in 93. But, you know, you think about if I was to tell my, if I was to say the word baud rate to my daughters, they would have <laughs> no idea what that means. <laughs> I don't remember anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, okay, okay. So, you know, maybe my memory's a little better, but I remember it was a big deal when the baud rate, when the baud rate went from 28.8 to 57.6. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was just like, holy shnikes. Oh, I just mean, there's some kind of uh, vague memory of some telecom nerd <laughs> thing where baud was actually not the correct term over a certain speed. And I don't yes. remember. Yes, I'm, 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 I trust your, I trust your hazy, fuzzy memory over other people's encyclopedia. <laughs> without a doubt i'm a i'm a walking sort of wikipedia <laughs> yeah, right. approximate knowledge well i mean the other things we think about are you know my mom and i because mom called me from her birthday obviously and she was like um after you know after i got off the phone with her i remember um when i was living with her that we had all of the great books right from encyclopedia britannica um right you know and they were fantastic. I cracked them a couple of times and they helped out. But now you have all of the great books on your phone. Yes. You know, this <laughs> idea that, you know, time management, right? He's like, okay, listen, the library closes at this date and they're not going right. to allow me to take this book or this right. time, excuse me, right? So I have to get this report done. And now it's just like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. I'll Wikipedia that tonight yeah. in bed at 11. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I love it though. I, I mean, I, yes, you know, I can't believe how much more I know now because I can look anything up at any time. Like GTS said, Google that shit. Mm-hmm. Like we, and that's actually, I think a fantastic part. Well, the good part is when looking at trusted news sources, like, you know, <laughs> I don't know, NPR or the National Association of, you know, or was it, uh, what's the medical journal? Oh, New England Journal Yes, JAMA. Yes, yes, yes. You know, so I think that is, I think your point is fantastic that, yes, you have the ability to see almost anything. Mm, I think what we're also seeing is the bad part is you have the ability to see almost anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? And so... And that shit's confusing. <laughs> but it says right here on the internet that the Democrats drink babies' blood and bathe in it to keep their total youth. It says it right here on screen. <laughs> and, you know, that that is... I, you know, so so we were talking about cycle times earlier, and you know, it's clearly, you know, humanity's reach exceeds its grasp in yeah. some way, shape, or yeah. form, right? Because always, I, well, I mean, that's, well, that's kind of the mission. Right? Yeah, well, that is, and, and here's stretch a little bit separate. further out, just a little bit beyond, <laughs> one step beyond, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, this is, and and you're right. It 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 that's the way we're supposed to. That's how you grow. That's how you. That is how you grow by expanding what you think are your limits and pushing a little bit beyond them. And then, you know, when, when you do something horrible, you you retreat back a little bit, but then you still, like you said, pushing forward. But I would, I would offer that, um, you know, because again, talking to friends from college, it was like, I realized how horrible college was at preparing people for life. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. We had great conversations about, you know, I went I went to a Jesuit college and we had great conversations about theology and sure and economics. And there was a sure. lot of knowledge dispensed, but it had nothing to do with how to live life. And, right, 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 right. And I think I don't know if you and I have talked about this, but <laughs> we, ha- we both have kids. So eventually you must have thought it, you know, how do we get them? My concern is now that I have two teenagers in the house now, a 13-year-old and a 15-year-old, <laughs> pray for me, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> um, you know, how do how do we get, not only my children, but how do we get people in general to have a thirst for knowledge, right? How do oh, we- Oh boy, good question. I, I, and because I think what happens is you can, in this society, you are able to get by on just enough. Yeah. Right. And, no, we, and I mean, we don't really need survival skills at all. <laughs> it, it is. And, I, and you know, part of I mean, lucky people don't. Yes, this is true. This is true. Um, but, you know, when I think about as someone who has, you know, <laughs> college coming up in three and five years, potentially um, one, is that even a path that I want them to go down? Because there's a whole bunch of alternative learning paths that give just as much knowledge and probably have a better chance of preparing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we think about obviously the cost, right? Because what over the last, uh, uh, I think it's maybe over the last 30, maybe it's the last 40 years. I'll, I'll, have, I'll have to Google that shit. Um, but, you know, <laughs> the, the cost of college has increased, what, by like 218% and wages have remained virtually stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so well, in fact, the, the um, minimum wage has effectively gone down. Yes. What do you account for inflation and yeah. costs? Yeah. 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 It's. And so I think part of what, you know, because I as we read about, you know, the individuals who are complaining that, you know, we shouldn't cancel student debt because it would be unfair somehow. It's like, mm, so we sh- so we definitely shouldn't take that polio vaccine because it's unfair to the people right. who went before. <laughs> who didn't have it. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a good point. We should just retroactively increase their tuition from the $300 <laughs> a yes, semester exactly. to like exactly. $20,000 a semester. They owe yes. us a lot of money now. <laughs> yeah, but how about that? But, you know, it's, it's, you know, when you and I were just talking about, you know, survival skills. Um, but I think what happens is, and this is maybe the difference between survival skills and self-preservation skills, right? You have people who feel it's in their best interest to self-preserve whatever it is they went through. Like, you know, I went through it, therefore, and it made me the person I am, and therefore you need to go through it. It's like, how? I don't know that that's anything that you can educate out. 
Um, yeah. I think it goes to something you and I talked about before, like a lack of sympathy, a lack of empathy. Like, yeah. really, you 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 want somebody to suffer like you suffer? I know. It is weird. I mean, I feel like uh, another way you can divide humans into two groups is mm. <laughs> that, that, that there is a, a group of people who want each subsequent generation, whether it's their, their own kids or somebody else's kids, to to be better, to have a better time of mm. it, to not have to struggle for things that that we had to struggle for and to have uh, to be able to you know reach greater heights because they're not dealing with sort of the the, the more basic stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, progress it's you know progressivism <laughs> and then there's the the other type that are like no i had to do it this way so they have to do it like why should it be easier for you know what i mean like we're constantly, and are, are are worried about being like exceeded or replaced you don't want to be exceeded or replaced by, by the next generation which is like you know how time works right like yeah. <laughs> well it's, it's so that's interesting point so is it Sometimes I'm not even sure it's that evolved in terms of thinking about being replaced or thinking about, you know, the, there's always a twilight zone for that, right? You know, the obsolete, <laughs> you know, part of it. Is it, it's, I, 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 and because I think you and I are in that first group of parents of people, like it, it is, oh, I no, find I myself, <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I find myself, I find myself in a boggle. Um, and there it is. There's our old timey uh, phrase that will. Yes, right. Like I, I, I cram to understand is one of my favorite rappers said back in the day, and it's it's just, it, it's it's a thought process that is so completely alien to me. I have difficulty interacting with it or even responding to it. Like we just don't even. It, it's. I almost feel like it's the first people who you know you know, maybe the first settlers from the Vikings who like hit Greenland or Iceland or, or Newfoundland, right? And, you know, there's just no basis of communication. Like you have to start with the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's what I feel sometimes with with some individuals where, you know, when people are talking about, you know, like we said, the student debt, or when people are are saying that, yeah, it's it's time, you know, or I hear Trump or read, excuse me, no, unless I start talking to him, but I read a lot of Trump voters who are talking about, yeah, well, we're, we're okay with healing and unity as soon as you apologize for what you said about Trump for the last four years. And it's like, <laughs> that's, that's an interesting take. Yeah. Um, can I look at your Facebook, Facebook feed from 2008, please? Because <laughs> yes. I'm just curious to know if you have said anything about a president <laughs> that may have been construed by just the other maybe. side. <laughs> I mean, it was, it, 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 I, uh, let's see. So of course, after the elation and actually, and actually surprise, right? Because I think we just didn't know, like it, it, it could have gone either way. And, and actually, I guess, you know, come to, come to find out, um, it really wasn't that close in terms of McCain and Palin. Um, but you know, that I, I remember the cartoons about, you know, jokes about black people moving into government housing yeah. again. Right. And, yeah. and that, and and that didn't wait for the inauguration. Like that oh, no. was November 11th type yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. No, it, it came uh, thick and fast. It, it did. I yeah. was, I was. It drove um, me nuts to, to see uh, the media treat the tea party as if it was like a, a grassroots when it was clearly astroturfed um, or, or B about anything other than race. Yes. You know, I mean, it's just race. There is a there's a great article on the route. And I know you read Michael Harriet, so mm-hmm. you might have seen it, but it it literally talked about the 55 things that white people will say instead of racism. Right. <laughs> right. You like the or the uh, it's it's the way to was I forgot the art. I'll actually send you the link later, but yeah, it has something good. to do with the idea of like the 55 things that that. Um, yes, I hear you Googling that shit now. Um <laughs> But is, that yeah. mic, is the mic that sensitive? It's, well, you know, I just assume you are. <laughs> I know you can multitask. <laughs> well, I, well, unless you're day trading in the Asian markets right now, I assume. Oh, man. <laughs> you got me. I know. God damn it. Um, but yeah, like, you know, economic anxiety or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. frustrated that's, that's blue-collar workers or, yeah. you know, it's like... <laughs> You know? I also saw, I saw, I forgot who it was now, but I saw this morning on Twitter, somebody saying, um, you know, like, you know, the Twitter format of like attributing something to someone, right? So it's mm. like, mm-hmm. uh, white friend, colon, um, teach me about racism. 
but don't upset me or challenge my <laughs> my preconceptions or et cetera, et cetera. It's just like all of these demands mm-hmm. of like. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, no, it is. It's there was a. There's actually another great article um, that I was reading, and it had to do with you know the ways in which you can start to have conversations, right? And and what I liked mm. about the article is that it didn't it didn't assume that liberals had to go olive leaf in hand, you know, sticking it into the lion's mouth. It was just like, okay, you need to understand one, you're dealing with a lion, right? Mm-hmm. And so here lion's are the gonna thing, lion. lion's gonna lion, right? <laughs> and so, and that, and, and that lion, it's, it's acting within its nature. You just need to understand what that nature is, right? right. So, you know, having conversations and coming to a lion with flowcharts and a whiteboard about why, you know, zoo healthcare is good for them. <laughs> you know, the lion's like, interesting. <laughs> my dinner's now walking toward me. <laughs> they very my, rarely do that. My dinner is writing on a whiteboard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Weird. This is crazy. <laughs> crazy. Um, you know what? These are really the tastiest ones. The ones that try to convince me on the yeah. whiteboard. Mm, I love <laughs> <Yo>. nerds. <laughs> Um, you know, there is, oh, there, there is nothing like lack of hubris or maybe too much hubris um, to really season the meat. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, and there we go. Actually, it's, so I will, uh, as, as normal, like I think the last time we talked was, I want to say last Thursday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last Thursday. And so as normal, I think you and I sent some text about this. Um, Bat shit just got bat shittier. Like, yeah. <laughs> again, if this was a movie, Sebastian, and you told me and you were trying to sell me this script, and then the guy <laughs> gets coronavirus. Oh, come on, come on. It's too on the nose. <laughs> and then, believe it or not, he farts audibly on camera. <laughs> and it's like, oh, come on. Like now, n- now you're just trying to appeal to that, you know, that 14, 18. Sec, like you know, really bathroom humor. He's trying to fight for the president of the United States, and he farts on camera. Like I just can't believe that. Oh my God, oh. Jenna Ellis shooting him the look as wow. it happened too. Yeah. Like t- you can't even hide it. <laughs> like there's no denying where it came from. She's looking right at the source. You know, I think the two things that came to my thought were. One, um, if this doesn't get people to wear a mask, nothing will. <laughs> right. With um, a charcoal filter. <laughs> and when I looked at Jenna Ellis, it was just like, mm, that's the real true definition of stink eye. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is in every way, shape, or form, that is true stink eye right there. And then, yeah. you know, for her to actually catch coronavirus, it's like, you know, at, at some point in time, <sighs> You know, you don't want bad things to happen to no. humans most often, but you know, at, at at some point, and I don't know what that point is, but it's like, really, like this is a surprise to you, like I know, even if even if you don't believe it, you know, I mean, there's a there's a, I remember, and we're talking about college. I remember a, a philosopher, a professor who was like, "Here's why you pray, if there is a God." you're covered. And if there's not, it didn't cost you anything. That's true, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, just, just okay, fine. Just just put the mask on. Like, and, and I think what also got me is all of the Republicans, I think, that were on that Michigan um, hearing. Yeah. I don't know, can it really be called a hearing if you don't swear in witnesses and put people no. under oath? It's, I mean, it's more of a press conference, right? They, as a presser. People could hear them. But... <laughs> <laughs> So, Presumably, I mean, there's <laughs> microphones and stuff. Yeah, clearly we heard some stuff, um, but yeah, it was. I, I you know, there's um, there, there's something that talks about piranha on piranha crime. Like, you know, I know we've talked about it on this podcast before. Like, you know, piranhas always surprised that piranhas will eat other piranha. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I've seen the level of GOP on GOP crime. I've Oh yeah. Seen over the last couple of days is you hate I to mean, see it. It, it. Do you? <laughs> oh wait, you were being sarcastic. I'm sorry because we're not on video. I wasn't able to catch that. Um, yes, I hear you're right, Seb. You do hate to wink, wink, see it. Um, <laughs> but it's it's. I mean, I mean the the. Uh, I, <sighs> I don't know. Uh, I, 
I feel yes, like yes. We're, fuck, fuck, we're, fuck. we're teetering right on the nice edge here, right? Like mm. either this GOP on GOP violence <laughs> is going to escalate and the, the whole party is just going to sort of implode, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I can imagine the, the you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it, the Trump wing of the party is turning on the mainstream GOP. Mm-hmm. I think that they're turning to such a degree that like they can't, it's almost, I mean, you know, it started with the Tea Party, right? Like the, yes. the Tea Party got started to get contr- a level of control of the GOP that made the GOP less and less effective as a political party because yes. it's batshit crazy. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they're, they're nearing like this, almost like the, the event horizon where mm. <laughs> they'll just fall into complete political disarray <clears throat> at some point when they, if they all just hate each other, like, and, and can't work together in any kind of effective way. So that's the good outcome. <laughs> the bad yeah. outcome is, is that this snowball, I mean, at this point, I see this cascading effect happening, happening with people going like, uh, they're doubting everything, right? They're just, yes. there's, this, there's this another virus that is loose in our society, which is a mm. virus of like uh, losing, not the sense of smell and taste, but the sense mm. of objective truth and fact. Yes, yes, there is no knowable truth anymore. Yeah, and that's, that is very, very worrisome for this country. Well, and I, ha- you know, the, it feels like, uh, I, I mean, it's been there forever, right? I mean, like, mm-hmm. there's been a sizable portion of the American public who's believed in whatever crazy thing, aliens and whatever, right? Um, yeah. But it just feels like it's spreading in a really dangerous way. I, I would, so I would offer that, one, I, I, I agree with you. I think what I see happening is <clears throat> there were some knowable objective truths that everybody could agree upon. And maybe it was, you know, water boils at, you know, 100 degrees Celsius or one plus one equals two, you know, like, like it I mean, was maybe a good very, series. The, it, you know, can you <laughs> prove that out? <laughs> That's a hypothesis. Um, and so, yeah, I think there was always some kernel at the center. And I think to, to your point, um, there were people who thought that kernel was a lot bigger, yeah. right? And now we're trying, and now we're seeing that it's there, but. And I think you're getting into the to the really, as my grandmother used to say, to the root, right, where it is impossible to have a debate when there are no shared facts. That's right. And and that just becomes, you know, I mean, we quote Chris Rock a lot in here, uh, Chris Rock a lot in this podcast. And, you know, that I just remember that one joke where he's like, you know, listen, you got to be evenly yoked with whoever you're with. You're like, you know, if you go to church all the time and your wife is a crackhead, that's not going to work. But, you know, two <laughs> crackheads can stay together forever. And I think there's something to that where, you know, yeah, you might have two people who are pulling at the yoke, but at least they were pulling in the generally same yeah. direction. And, you know, they didn't, they knew that that could not serve, that they could not survive if they tried to put too much distance between them. And now it's to the point where, you know, says I mean, you is, right. uh, is now seen as an effective debate strategy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that had to happen because the, 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 the collective yoke mm. was, was, staying on the mm-hmm. path of white supremacy yes eventually the black bull and is not going to be happy yes. yeah right i mean like you said whether it be misogyny or racism or the horrible combination of that um but yeah you're right that it it is i think it goes to something you said right um it always um, does. It do. always turns on something you said, Sebastian. <laughs> um, actually, no. It, you know, this I think podcast I, is so good for my ego. It is. It is, isn't it? Right? You know, and you're you're smart. You're intelligent. And gosh darn gosh it, darn our it. fan likes People you. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as oh, actually, did you say? It? So I so I I would go back to because um, I'm a big Star Trek fan, and there was this great scene. Um, where Captain Card is being tortured and he, you know, the, the torturer brings his daughter in to see, you know, Picard getting tortured and Picard's like, you know, why would you let a child see this? He's like, you know, the torture's like, well, you know, she needs to understand that, you know, our planet has enemies and those enemies deserve punishment. And Picard's like, you realize that when you expose a child to torture, they can devalue not only the lives of your enemies, but any life. Um, 
And it just mm. feels like that's what's happening to the GOP. Like they have somehow allowed the, you know, their daughters to see this torture. And now, you know, things that were perfectly reasonable, like, mm, we tried and we failed in an election. Like we just, our guy didn't right. win, but you right. know, but guess that what happens? We, it, it there'll happens. be another one. There'll be another one in two years, right? But you know, if you told me again from the Hollywood script example, if you told me in twenty, if you told me in January of twenty twenty, that a governor who ran his own election as Secretary of State for governor <laughs> when he was running for governor in Georgia yeah. and was endorsed would be called a rhino, like rhino. <laughs> Like, clearly, I don't understand what a rhino is. Like, Brian Kemp, um, I, I, I keep forgetting his name is Rassenberger, Rassenberger, I think. Rassenberger, yeah. Rassenberger, yes, so, yeah. right? Who's the Georgia Secretary of State. Like, Secretary of State, yeah. if, if those guys are rhinos, like, <laughs> I mean, Nelson Rockefeller and Cust and D'Amato must be looking down or up from wherever they are and just be like, wow, you have no idea what a real rhino is. Like, right. it, it's, it's bizarre. It is bizarre. so. I want to. I want to push on that. Not push. I just want to probe on that because I, I value your thoughts. Because again, this podcast is all about you. Um, <laughs> get, give me. Give me some odds. Um, you know, like, like it's like the the TV show, right? Whose line it is? Where the points don't matter and they're all made up anyway. So give me some made up odds on GOP implosion versus GOP implosion contained to just the GOP. GOP implosion mm. um, that rocks the foundation <laughs> of our republic. Or or GOP recovery. Yeah, right, right. It's true. Um, I mean, yeah, I think. Uh... Wait, wait. I'm writing this down. Oh no, it's being recorded. That's all right. It'll be. It'll be yes, we'll come. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, this will be your final answer that will come back to haunt you. <laughs> Odds, um, <laughs> man. It's really hard to tell. And that's what's so scary right now. It's like, yeah. it's, it's in this, they're, they're, it, uh, so my, you know what? Give, give me optimism. the odds. Give me the odds on December 8th, 2020, knowing that things could, could change tomorrow. So, <laughs> you know, Biden's going to be inaugurated. Um, I think that we hope. Trump is, no, I'm saying <laughs> this is my, this is my prediction. Oh, this is okay. Okay. Yes. All right. That's that to me is almost a, uh, it's, you know, it's well high, higher than 90%. I'll give you I'll I'll give you the ivory soap. I'll give you 99 and 44 one hundreds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is the other yeah, what is that? Or 56 hundreds? <laughs> it was just something that fell from Earth in a meteor and we scooped it up and put it in the soap for cohesion. But don't worry yeah. about it. Do not taunt Happy Funball. <laughs> uh, yeah. If Happy Funball begins to smoke, lay on ground and move away. Um, um, okay, so, okay, by, so by, Biden inaugurated. Okay, right. So I think that um, there's enough state uh, um, AGs who mm -hmm. are like Tish uh, um, mm. Jones, Tisha James, Letitia James. Thanks. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Tish James. Um, she's ready to go. Right. I mean, like yes. they're they're clearly chomping at the bit. So mm -hmm. I think that Trump gets wrapped up in that stuff and that splinters him and his supporters because he's still going to be like, you know, fundraising basically. Mm. You know, you know, he's raised $200 million since the election. How about that? His biggest fundraising has, month. <laughs> and, and has only spent about $8 million on recounts and legal actions. What I love about that is if, I mean, I, I, I haven't gone to the website, but I've looked at screenshots you know, and screen grabs, and it very clearly tells you in the fine print that is minuscule that you cannot read, um, that it's really not going yeah. to, like you said, election things. This yeah. is really going to his ability yeah. to, so I, to control I, the party. I mm -hmm. think that, well, I don't, th see, I don't think that's exerting control over the party. I think that- Really? Okay. Uh, because I think he's going to get basically donations from smaller. So it basically, it's turning him into his own version of a televangelist, right? Mm, he's, okay. he's just going to- continue banging the drum and speaking in tongues and and exhorting his viewers to send them 20 bucks oh so you're thinking he's not going to spend anything on candidates you're thinking he's not going to distribute this no no okay. he's never going to give anybody any money he never okay. gives and this is literally this is what he was trying to do he thought he was going to lose the presidency mm. And then he was going to make money on the back of being a failed presidential candidate with sour mm. grapes. Mm -hmm. He's now got this, he's in that phase now. He's in the sour grapes phase. Okay. And he's playing it out for drama. He doesn't, he, 
a he's not competent enough to do any of the shit that he's saying like you know i mean the supreme court just refused to hear the the philadelphia oh, the pennsylvania case pennsylvania mm-hmm. case yeah so that's already and without a single dissent by the way not yeah. even Tony Barrett's. Said, I think like, it, now come correctly what's that they they rendered that judgment without comment like i don't that's right they just said refused yeah <laughs> yeah they didn't want to get the stink on them um okay uh, they, they didn't want ted cruz to come in and argue the case Good Lord. Like, he's gonna yeah. oh no we're not we're not that, that in and of itself like they'd have been better off to just leave arguer blank like we're not quite sure who's gonna argue this case for us but nobody wants to spend that much time <laughs> nobody with ted wants to get in the, in the room with His ted daughter cruz. doesn't want to spend that nobody time. nobody that dude is zero for the human race like yeah. <laughs> So that's what I think. I think okay. that that um, uh, I think that leaves the Republicans in disarray for for 2022 and 2024 because there will be this. It's mm. basically it's almost like uh, the Tea Party was the uh, what do they call the nemesis uh, asteroid mm-hmm. that hit the Earth and mm. uh, ex- extinguished the Extinction dinosaurs, mm-hmm. which is the the Republicans, and then cleaved off a big chunk, uh, which turns into the Moon, which is. Mm. Basically, that's the Tea Partiers leaving. The the yeah. nut bar is leaving the GOP camp, I think, because they're already they're they're criticizing literally everybody. They they're saying AG, uh, like Barr yeah. is part of the swamp, oh. and oh. Uh, Supreme Court is you know been bought and paid for by Fidel Castro, <laughs> who's dead. But that was a literal. That was on Parler. Is like they're probably being paid by Fidel Castro. You know, I, here's the thing. I, and and I'm 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 gonna come back because you are gonna give me numbers on odds. But my God, she like Hugo Caesar Chavez. Yeah, like I think that person Fidel was Castro. <laughs> That's even more. Chavez is more plausible than a dead Cuban dictator. Well, I mean, I, I just you know, you know, as, and actually, I was reading somewhere on Twitter. Of course, someone on. I think it was a screen grab of someone on Parler. They're just like, you know, I know it was Chavez because wasn't he the one who was organizing all the farm workers in California? It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you can't even get your radicals right. Like, I guess and I guess all I communist mean. socialists look alike. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I mean by by like uh, they're too batshit crazy to even be effective, right? Like, mm. it, it, that's what I mean by the self limiting effect. Mm, okay the of the anti-fact crowd right if if you refuse to get vaccines and you refuse to believe in gravity and you believe you refuse to believe that i don't know drinking gasoline is poor whatever like you're you're going to wipe yourself out right mm, like mm-hmm. you're, you're i mean forget about like actual mortality but just like you're going to be ineffective in any kind of government you can see it with the, the with giuliani and and um ellis's uh uh you know star witnesses and all these oh, things. wow Wow, <laughs> it's it's they've got a they've got um, uh, affidavit as part of the I think it was part of the, the Pennsylvania case uh, where a supposed white hat uh, um, hacker named Spider with a Y of course um, is it has a sworn affidavit saying that uh, there's evidence there's direct statistical evidence uh, that the the votes were, couldn't have been random and that you know that it's, it's there's the foul play at work. Because a um, Biden outperformed Obama couldn't couldn't mm. be possible not mm. not possible and so, like why and, you know you know the population has grown since two thousand eight right like there's more people <laughs> and b just that alone and b, math like math I know, fake math that that all the late arriving mail mail in ballots were were skewed towards biden and that's just not possible even though everybody was predicting that for, for months before even though you even though your candidate was like don't do that do not, exactly and that's that's their supporting you know, yeah. uh, material for a Supreme Court filing. It's just embarrassing. Well, it, it, well, there was something that I, I I wanted to question, but I'm still not letting you off without odds. So I'm going to hold my question until you give oh me some God. numbers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Him and his memory. His mm. vice-like memory. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Taskmaster. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. So if if that scenario I just described to you is what happens then mm-hmm. that that effectively is cleaving the GOP in two mm-hmm. the nut bars sink under the weight of their own ignorance Nuttiness. and idiocy mm-hmm. 
and the GOP can reconstitute itself. So I think that, that they'll be weakened. Okay. Um, but I think that if anything, I, I don't see a, well, I mean, I guess the wing nuts will, will make their own third party, sort of like OAN to Fox or whatever, mm, but mm-hmm. um, it'll be called the real GOP or something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's what I think will have. That's what I think is most. Likely. Okay. That's what that's, that, I, you know what? I'll take that. So, a little bit of time out in the wilderness, but reconstituted when the wing nuts sink under the weight of their batshit yeah. craziness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you think that reconstitution happens in time for 2024? And no. I'll give you some color. Okay. Well, okay, yes. <laughs> well, so, so, so there's no way it can happen. Even if Trump gets out of the way, he's in prison. Like, even if the field is cleared and now, you know, all of the people I, I don't who are think so. patiently waiting in 2024 can go. You think the. I don't think so. Because nobody has. Um, built a position um, that uh, that doesn't depend on the wing nuts. Mm, mm, okay. Right. I mean, everybody well, that... is counting on the wing nut support. Yeah. And they don't have a big enough base without them. And that I think the wing nuts are turning on them. Point. That's a fantastic point. You, it, because the Republican base has been continually shrinking, you need the people who need That's red right. meat um, to get more and more active. It That's was right. That, and I think you're, you're hitting on something that um, I think I, I think everybody should listen to our podcast. But, you know, of course, it's this whole idea of, you know, don't confuse the people who are loudest at the rally with those who have the most voices. Right. Oh, you know, right, so right, right. so when we have people who are are willing to rend their vocal cords into yelling at the top of their lungs, um, you know, that that does not equal. A majority no. it, it doesn't and but it, it kind of goes to that old map, map i think you and i were talking about where you know like laura trump was like impeach this and it had all this red it was just like well that's a geographical impeachment um <laughs> but when you overlay population centers lo and behold um you know things things start to look different and so yeah i, I so i'm hopeful that you are correct yeah. sebastian i mean I'm the hopeful. other thing is you know like um Another lens to look at is, is yeah. just like you were saying, along those lines of the density of the population is also like the uh, whatever it was, 17 percent of the counties in the United States voted for Biden, like uh, Biden won 17 percent of the counties in the United mm-hmm. States, which is mm. grim until you realize that those 17 um, count- percent of counties amount to more than 70 percent <laughs> of the GDP. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. You're right. There, there. Are, I tell you what. There are counties where the where the sheep are outnumbered by the. I mean, where the human beings are outnumbered by the sheep. By sheep, yes. Right, and, and so they should you're, be you're, trying to get the sheep to vote. That's what the you know what? I tell you. I tell you what. <laughs> you know, I mean, at some point in time. Well, you know, if we leave sheeping to vote, then you know, it's only it's only a matter of time before you want to marry the slope. sheep. That's yeah, right. it is a slippery slope, right? Slippery um, slope. <laughs> Let's see what there was. I'm, tr- oh, I'm trying to think God. back because we had so there was so much. So, yeah, we hit Trump, not Trump per se. Actually, I think we talked a lot about him. But OK, so the the Republican Party is struggling. Yeah, um, I think I think really gerrymandering is their only their only hope right now. That's right. Like That's Obi-Wan right. gerrymandering is our only hope. Um, <laughs> yeah. I uh, one of the things that popped up on my radar was the conversation with the researcher at Google um, who... I don't know that I saw that. So this was a young woman. Um, I'm going to say her name wrong. Um, it's it's Tim Tim Nitt. I think it's J-Brew, J-G-E-B-R-U, J-Brew, J-Brew. Okay. Um, right. So she was an AI researcher um, over at Google, wrote a paper saying that mm, maybe we should think a little bit more about large data sets because they can have built-in biases, mm-hmm. um, and then was fired. Or Google says that she resigned. She is saying she was fired. Um, and because she is one of the few black women um, in tech, it it looks, it's a, one, it's a horrible look because one, um, although I don't think anyone has read her paper, um, at least I haven't read her paper, but, you know, the idea that, um, you know, we do know and understand that AI can do bad things because we've seen how it learns racist Nazi language, yeah. <laughs> you know, very easily and very quickly oh, if, if, if it mean, perceives that's the norm. 
Yeah, Timnit Gibru, yeah. Um, yes. uh, uh, I mean, it's a very, very simple problem to understand, right? You, you, <laughs> you train a machine learning model with a, base, a baseline of data. Mm -hmm. The data comes from sources that are contemporary social sources, which mm -hmm. are biased because society is biased. Because it's made of human beings, yes. not sheep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's, I mean, it's, I, it's, it's astounding to me that it, that is still confusing to people. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand where the mystery is. It's like, uh, yeah, of course it is. Like if anything, like they're, they're saying, oh, well, how do we train these systems to not be biased? It's like, well, train them on the data set and say, this is a, a biased data set, right? Mm. Like, mm. like you yeah. set up a, an adversarial network to, to basically identify bias. And then one system says like, here's here's my model and the other system says yeah it's still biased mm -hmm. until, until you get one that's not biased right i mean just like we do with everything else that's it's you, you so what you're it. saying is we build then we modify then we test then we go back to building modifying mm -hmm. and testing well, and, and, and even more even more fundamental that the the uh the ground truth in the data that sets that we can use to prove to to, uh, to train right now are illustrations of bias so mm. we didn't get we shouldn't expect to get you know good working models out of it. We should get biased models out of it, and those biased models can be used to train other models mm. how not to be biased. How not to do that. <laughs> yeah. That you, you know, it it kind of what you're talking about reminds me a little bit of you know that joke about Thomas Edison, where you know they they say he failed right. 99 times to build right. a light bulb. Uh, is like, well, no, or, or you failed to build a light bulb 99 times, right? Times, yeah. Yeah, right. He's, I know 100,000 ways not to build a light bulb. Exactly, exactly right. And, yeah. and and I think what you're hitting upon, we can, you know, and I think that's what, that's what frustrates me a little bit about the argument is people saying that, oh, this data set has no value. Of course it has value. It can definitely be an Icarus-like moment, like, of, okay, stay away. If, you're, if your data set gives you data like this, go back <laughs> and, and refresh. I think the... I think the other part that that I found interesting was they were talking a little bit about the amount of power or carbon footprint that these, you know, truly massive data sets need. Um, and I, I don't know, I was I wasn't necessarily 100 percent on board with that, only because as big as these data sets may be, they are not bigger than the footprint of humanity. No. So. No. And, and IT, I mean, it, you know, it's it's a valid concern, but. I mean, let's look at cars first, right? I mean, yeah, yes, <laughs> it's bigger fish to fry, <laughs> you know, and planes, you know, yeah. I mean, when we were traveling, but yeah, you're right. There are, or just human beings or, or too many cows that we need to fill our, you know, incredible lust for meat. <laughs> but yeah, there, you're right there. It, 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 it felt like it's one of those things, like, like you said, relative to, other processes that are used in data centers. Yeah, this thing seems to be like a hog, but relative to the amount of energy that human beings use yeah. or the amount of carbon well, that human and, beings and put on this planet. Or corporations. I mean, there's a yeah. hundred companies around the world that, that produce 70% of the greenhouse gases. 100 companies. Say that again, Sebastian. 100 companies produce 70% of the greenhouse gases. So what we're talking like, what, ExxonMobil, BP, yeah, exactly. Shell, right, like the, right. <laughs> our good friends, our good friends in Fossil? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you know whatever the biggest uh, uh, fertilizer synthesizing oh Conagra like yeah, the exactly. Monsanto or whoever yeah okay good stuff yeah good and stuff. Uh, um, yeah so that's I mean tackle that first right yes it's super easy how you tackle it. you just you make them pay for it <laughs> you you put a carbon tax on so it. Let they me get this straight. Carbon emitters Wait a minute. So you're saying you can use disincentives to dissuade people from doing certain behaviors that are deadly to the environment? Poppycock, I say upon yeah. you. <laughs> where do you did you buy a book or something? That, <laughs> is, where are these coming from? Do you have a set of deck of playing cards with <laughs> Seb, if, if there was a way to monetize the stupid old-timey sayings in my head, um, I would be rich beyond measure. Um, yeah, it, it's – but you're right. It, it, it goes to this whole idea of, you know, money is – I think Dave Chappelle's sketch that at best. I'm going to borrow it. Money's a hell of a drug. Like, if you <laughs> – if you know, and and I think it's it's also part of the lumpy mattress where not only do you push down on something else, but you give them some place else to invest 
in order to make it up. Like so, like you said, whether it's a you know a cap and trade on you know carbon trading market, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we we so we have seen that there can be global financial markets where people trade futures of things that have not yet been produced and are are made to deliver a contractual amount at a future time, right? Yeah. So we know that the futures market works. We know that we have the technology to measure and quantify, and everybody can have an agreed upon understanding of what this is. But you're right, that ability to you know, and listen, if you if you choose to do this, um, you know, you can either buy credits or this is the tax that you pay. Right. These choices. Why people it's but I do feel that with the resources that are here, if a company like Exxon Mobil or, you know, a BP Shell or, you know, any of the large, you know, oil producing places got together i mean i listen i'm i'm no i'm no genius um but i would uh, uh, i'll try it again seb i'm no genius (laughs) one more time eventually sure you are there we go thank you um but it seems to me that i was waiting for the i was (laughs) hanging on your every word wanting to know what the point was here i didn't couldn't i just couldn't stop listening to him um i just i I didn't get the softball lobbing by it feels like saudi arabia has a lot of space and a lot of sun yeah right and if there was any place that could put you know Right. 10,000 acres of solar of 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 high yield you know mm-hmm. solar panels out there it feels like it could be them you'd think so they get a lot of sun there i hear they, they you know and and it it just feels like if there was some way to and it, but, you know to your point um you know first you got first you got to get the money out of politics right so um there's that yeah yeah. I, so, so let me ask you this: How I, I have an opinion, as always. How far are we away from the ability to actually? I'll just, I'll just go to like the buzzwords. How close are we actually to thinking that Citizens United might be on its way out in the next mm-hmm. two to three, maybe four election cycles? Like, well, I mean, it depends on on how dramatically they tackle the problem of the Supreme Court, right? I mean, okay. if they if they go the route of just you know um, cramming through, I mean, if we win the Senate, mm-hmm. then um, I would I would bet you the Citizen United is gone by um, by the next election cycle by mm-hmm. by twenty twenty four. If we win, <sighs> and and they're bold. I mean, they also have to be. But there's, yes. there's still there has to be some still appetite. a struggle going on. There's still a struggle going on within the, the Democratic Party between like. Now we get to return to the old way of doing things and a realization mm. that the old way is gone, uh, not yeah. missed. It's not coming back. Not effective <laughs> for what we need to do now. Listen, um, like Rick Pitino said, Larry Bird is not walking through that door. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Got to find um, another way to do it. So, I mean, if if we add, whatever, three judges to the, the Supreme Court um, and they're all uh, Biden nominees and they get through a mm-hmm. Democratic-controlled Senate, um then then yeah i mean sotomayor said i'm getting on the supreme court and my number one goal is to over overturn cities mm. mm-hmm. so there's at least one judge who's willing to listen yeah <laughs> and take yeah, yeah. it's yeah. uh so so if if citizens united is the law of the land and perceive and and will likely be the law of the land for the next couple elections how do we how do we fight citizens united it seems like it seems like there was a good model from Georgia and Arizona. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, we're behind the curve in controlling state legislators, legislatures. Yes. Um, we've been really bad at that historically. We're getting a little bit better with like Virginia and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, but th- we have to do that, right? We gotta, we gotta start taking back um, yeah. local politics local. Mm-hmm. Um, because, man, there are some like D team <sighs> players running these states. <laughs> and wow. And, and here's the, and like you said, Sebastian, say that again for our fan, 
you think the people who are in the White House are bad. Yeah. Like the people who are in the States were the ones who couldn't make the White House team. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm seeing some of the, I mean, even when you talk about some of the state reps who, you know, put that Pennsylvania case forward, I think Kelly is his name. You yeah, know? Mike Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some of the, um, I saw some of the Arizona state senators and reps, um, you know, talking about what Arizona needed to do. And somehow like now Doug Ducey, who was, probably the most Republican Republican in the Southwest. Like somehow now he's not, you know, Republican enough. Like, I know, you know, there, there are some, I'd say D E and F level players um, at the state level. And you're right. It is, you know, it, it, it really does come down to, I think the only way to fight citizens United is, is turnout massive, massive, you know, turnout. Oh, and also can the, can we agree that the DCC, DCCC um, should stop trying to put a national mandate on local elections. Can we, can uh, we? Yes. Okay, good. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so dumb to think that, uh, that they can, you know, from, from their ivory tower, choose local candidates. They're going to be competitive. Like it's oh, proven over and, and over again. They, they're bad at it. And, and well, and that's the other part. And, and, and so, so here, here's, so here's my, I have many fears. Um, I fear zombies. Um, I fear a vaccine because listen, I saw I am legend. I see how this starts off. <laughs> a vaccine that everybody has to take and all of a sudden then, you know, human beings it wiped out. Um, but assuming that all that works, right? Um, now I'm concerned about what I will call oh, now now I'm I have a new fear now. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, the, so so I'll give you yet another new fear. <laughs> I'm gonna call it the mansion Collins power axis if uh if warnock and ossoff win because are there any two people who will have way too much outsized power than mm-hmm. the susan collins and a joe mansion right well why, why would collins because we we'd have a t- we'd have 50 50 and then yeah but i think Harris- well, I, so i think the the my concern is that mansion being a democrat from west virginia is yeah no is i gonna see the go, weakness there is going to go all blue doggy you know, he's already talking right. about, you know, I'm not going to be the senator who's going to get rid of the filibuster. I'm not going to be the senator who's going to go through and pack 50-50. And it was like, God damn it. Like, okay, a couple of the problems with that statement. One, um, please do not say that and try to depress the Democratic vote in Georgia no because kidding. now people are saying, oh, well, if Manchin's not going to do anything, what does it matter if we have 50? Right. Um, and yeah, I, 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 my, I don't even want to say it out loud, but my concern is that Manchin switches parties. Oh God. My, that, that's, that becomes a huge concern to me where his desire to hold on. Now I think the way to get around that is West Virginia is going to get a shit ton of investment from, from, from yeah. the Biden camp. And I think, you know, we can argue about whether that is right or wrong. However, um, it's real politics. It's real I mean, politics. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I would ex- I would expect, and I was, as I was just kind of thinking about senators, you know, as we as you kind of go through, I'm like, I think that Collins is really the only one that's pickable because you figure Hinkenlooper lost, um, you know, yeah. um, what's the name in Arizona lost uh, McSally. So who's the governor in West Virginia? Some horrible Republican. I guarantee you, he's a Republican. Yeah. He's probably related to the uh, oil mine, not oil mine, the coal mine. Um, yeah. Uh, did you did you get it or you Jim Justice? Mm-hmm. That just that don't sound like no Democrat. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my God! Net worth of one point nine billion dollars. He's the wealthiest I, person in West Virginia. I think yeah, it wasn't. I think he was one of the owners of one of the mines that got yeah right. That uh, I forgot the name That's of the company, right. but but basically, you know, they're basically killing their miners. Right, and right. People right. were like, hmm. And by the way, in addition to that, we're no longer going to fund the pension because we're bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Never mind. <laughs> but yeah, it's um. So I, I would say this. I I think that there is a path to going through. Um, you know, and and you know, for every, I mean, basically, I think what you have to do is you almost have to switch Mansion and Collins, right? And I just, it, it's 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 a path that can be walked without a doubt um it just requires 
I think it requires something I think you and I talked about on Thursday, right? I, I just need Biden to go big. Like, I just need, yeah. I, I just really like, less we're going to do it all at the same time. Yeah. We can walk and chew gum and yeah. blow bubbles at the same time. And yeah. we have to, because you got a two-year window. Yeah, 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 yeah. At a min, at a min. Oh, boy. <sighs> Stakes are high. Stakes are, oh, my goodness. Stakes are high. That's not just a De La Soul album. But that, it is the real world in which we live. Stakes are three feet high and rising. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I think I pulled my mic uh, down, which which clearly means it must be time for us to stop. It must be time for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it, you know, good stuff. I like. Uh, it's it's always good to uh, mm-hmm. it's always good to chat and and mm-hmm. get the the mental floss working into those grooves and canyons and caverns. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, so what are, what are we going to leave with? So I'll I'll leave with um, I'm just glad that Joe Biden is not going to put another old white guy as the head of the uh, Secretary of Agriculture. Oh wait, hold on, wait a second. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting something. I'm being held. I'm, I'm getting something in here. Um, so I I I will offer that I'm a little scared of what I see as Joe Biden's tendency to return to what he thinks is safe. Yeah. I same. We were talking about Tony Blinken. That's sort of, yeah. Some, something a little mm-hmm. similar. Yeah, mm-hmm. say, um, uh, Becerra for yes. HHS. Um, the interesting angle I just heard, uh, somebody talking about on KQED was mm-hmm. that, um, he, uh, as AG of California, has been uh, waging uh, a legal war with the Trump administration protecting yes. the ACA. Mm-hmm. And so if they have a plan to, to radically expand the ACA, he knows the ins and outs of its weaknesses and how it works mm. and the mechanisms of it uh, better than anybody right now because he's been actively yes. leading that charge. So yes. I suspect there is a plan there that we will see unfold pretty quickly. I think so. And I, I think it, uh, we could talk about this maybe next week, but I was actually surprised by Becerra. I, I had him as maybe either Senator or possibly AG. Now yeah, I'm really interested to see who's going to be the AG pick. Yeah. I'm really interested to see because Gavin Newsom basically is going to remake California in his image for the next 10 years. Yeah. Right. He's, he's, it's, it's, it's likely going to be maybe Padilla. Um, for Senate, right. at least that's, you know, or maybe the um, lieutenant governor whose name I always forget, but I know it begins with a K and it sounds very, very oh, Greek. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If she, I don't know that she has enough. I don't know that she has enough backers. Yeah. Um, that's, I think not, not well known enough. Right. Yeah. And the problem is, is exactly that. We keep neither yeah. of us. Like, <laughs> yeah. The lieutenant governor, what's her name? Kunalakis. I don't think she has enough. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I don't know that. Uh, what was it? Betty, um, the controller. Betty Yee, you right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know that there's, and plus, I think Feinstein kind of gave Padilla, you know, which, which used, which doesn't necessarily carry what it used to, um, in terms of uh, endorsements. But yeah, it's so you figure if he does Padilla, then he also has the opportunity, I think, to anoint um, the next Secretary of State, right, so, mm-hmm. of the California. So it is, we're we're looking at the Gavin Newsom, so um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's a lot Definitely. of control. Do, do you think the rest of the nation would allow? So we're, we're ending on this, maybe. Um, Joe Biden gets sick, is not able to carry on. Kamala Harris um, ascends to the presidency. Does she have enough? Can the country survive a Newsom vice president? Uh, do we want it? I don't know. I don't. Oh, uh, well, th- that is a secondary question. That's definitely a secondary question. Um, my my sense is that it pushes it pushes the the centrist aspect of the Democratic Party to a place where it really can't defend the high ground anymore. Mm, that's interesting. So it's, but you know, if I mean. I don't know if you know this, but Gavin Newsom seems to be setting himself up to run for president at oh, some yeah. point in time. Oh yeah, right, a hundred percent. And you know, maybe I mean, if things go right, and you know, Kamala decides to win and run in twenty twenty four, and then she mm-hmm. has you know two terms of her own. Um, you know, Gavin Newsom has to end up eventually somewhere in the cabinet in order to leap because I just don't think right. He can, I, I think he's going to be termed out after 2024, if I remember correctly. Right. I think that's right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's, 
and if and if Kamala wins in 2024, that means he can't do anything until 2028. So he's going to have to do something. That's true. In the meantime, so yeah, well, you know, interesting, what? interesting, 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 interesting. Well, I don't know. Yes. My my whole attention is on Georgia, and like, I, yes, there's still a significant chance that like we win one and not both. Yeah. Well, and then you know what? Here's the thing: if if that happens, Collins' power shoots way over the top. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> right and so um by the way i didn't realize that the pastor of the ebenezer baptist church was such a socialist radical right <laughs> i, I mean when, i i didn't even know who kelly loffler was talking about that was like wait, well-known you're talking hotbed about- <laughs> of socialism well you know it's it's kind of funny that you know i find it ironic that kelly loffler the candidate um should definitely be against kelly loffler the senator like that's the I mean I mean at, at this point <laughs> it's not even saying the quiet part out loud like now it's just nah. lies now, now yeah. it's we, we've, lies. We, we've reached I mean listen I'm all about spin and I think there's some fantastic spin both the the Bush and administration God no anyway anyway mm. mine got <laughs> got in him. <laughs> I think we've identified who the baddies are from last week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Definitely. So, um, always good, man. We'll, we'll see good. you next week. And uh, again, my best to uh, I and enjoy the That should be the name of the podcast, actually, on an ongoing basis, not an episode. We should we should name it Always Good. Always Good. Because <laughs> <Always laughs> we say that at the end of every This is true.